I had a I had a vivid dream. You know, a couple of weeks ago we had that that ass wiping conversation. You know, uh, the, yes. our, le- our level <laughs> of our level of uh, sophistication. I had a vivid dream that because I admitted to sort of crouching, but I dreamt that I wiped my ass sitting down. Did so, it feel better? <laughs> felt like a normal human. <laughs> well, I don't know. It felt felt all right in my dream. Um, but I'm not sure I'm not sure what to read into that. Maybe my subconscious is telling me I have to change at the age of 43. <laughs> Welcome. This is the post-Christmas pre-New Year weird time of year. Nobody knows what day is day it is episode of the Long Snapper podcast. As usual, I fluff my intro a bit. I'm Adam. I have got Rich with me. Hi, to Rich. Hi, Rich. How are you? All right, mate. Good. How are you doing? Yeah, Merry good. Christmas and all that. All that. Yeah, whatever. Um, Craig <laughs> is here. Um, how are you doing, Craig? I'm well, mate. All right. <laughs> I think that's a really great representation of you in life. Like, you're generally really good, but a little bit bumbly. And that's <laughs> kind of why we love you. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, Pat, you can hear laughing as well. How you do, Pat? I'm good, thank you. I'm very merry. You're also up in up in your spiritual home of of Sheffield, so um... indeed, yes, back up north. It's very nice. Well, I doubt that. Uh, I've been to the north, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm sure you're sure you're having a good time. Oh, we've lost all three northern listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, one no, of the three. No, we have one, one of them. If that counts. Um, yeah, so it is the gap also between weeks 16 and 17. It feels weird that this extra game that we're sort of beyond Christmas and we've still got a couple of games to go. Um with yeah, a lot of a lot of bad football <laughs> that seems to have been going on recently. A fair amount of good football as well. Um, but the playoff picture is I would say probably a bit clearer than than usual if anything. The, the the cream seems to have risen to the top, but we'll get to that. We'll get well. We might not get to that. We'll, who knows? What we'll get to. <laughs> um, I have got a little quiz now, Craig. You mentioned before before we started recording that you wanted to talk about sort of the QB rankings this season, or you know, who's going to be the MVP, which is basically the same thing because the MB, MVP <laughs> is, is always a quarterback. Um, so with, with that in mind, that kind of inspired me to think of a, a game we could play um, based on quarterbacks this year and what they've done. So this is the part that you need to pay attention. And there are, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you, there are 99 quarterbacks that have thrown passes this year in the NFL, basically. Christ. Um, what you go, what you're going to do? Obviously, there being 32 teams ranked by passing yards in total, um, you're going to have to get some of the first 32 in that list. Um, now, if you stumble on the top one, number one, you'll get a point. If you stumble on the 32nd quarterback on the list, you get 32 points. If you stumble on the 33rd or below, you're out of the game. Simple as that. All right, so I'm going to last like two rounds. So here. you might do. 
this will I have no idea whether this is going to be a one minute game or a 15 20 minute game no way of knowing at all um, you're going to go in in sequence and wait 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 what was that last bit <laughs> so it's QB yeah. ranking golf right QB ranking QB ranking by total passing yards in 2022 30 top 32 they're there who you've got to get that isn't necessarily one from each team obviously but yeah, some teams gonna... are fucking idiots some of there are a lot of a lot of teams are, <laughs> a lot of teams are so, yeah, Craig, Craig, you can kick us off. Um, then it'll be Pat, and then it'll be Rich. Is it a snake? Yeah, why not? That's snake. <laughs> oh, oh, I love a snake. I fucked myself there because I've got to think of two quarterbacks <laughs> back to back now. Yeah, and so so will Craig. Uh, other than the first first go. Um, so, yeah, let's let's see how this goes. How bold are you going to be? I mean, this will this will either be thirty two guesses and will be done. It will be whoever's got the most points, or it might be last man standing. I suspect it will be last man standing. So, how bold are you? How bold, are you, strategic are you going to be? Um, Craig, kick us off. Uh, let's go. Uh, Which Jets quarterback is it going to be? That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. none of them. <laughs> Why do they keep calling Joe Flacco QB two when he's clearly QB four? <laughs> well, yeah, based on what happened in their last game. Blimey. And as a side note, imagine needing a QB four. <laughs> Man, let's go. Let's go with Huntley. Um, well, you're out. Incredible. Wow. I didn't expect that to happen so quickly. Right. He's 45th with passing yards with 528. Wasn't even close. No, no, you weren't. Um, so Pat, this is going to be between you and Rich. This might be quite a quick game. Um, Excellent. Pat, you are next. I'm going to go for Kenny Pickett. Oh, you, that is 29 points, Pat. Woo! That's a, a pretty strong start. Um, Rich, well, you're going to have, I guess you're going to pick two each in succession now. So that's how it's going to go. All right. Well, I'm going to pick uh, Derek Carr, who will come back to you later, I'm hoping. <laughs> that gets you 11 points. Oh, really? That high? Yeah, well, he's played every game. I know. Uh, and then I'm going to take a slightly more dangerous punt and go with Jimmy G. <laughs> that is a bit more risky. 23 points for Jimmy. Um, so back to you, Pat, for the next two. All right, then. Let's go for Craig's favourite, Matthew Stafford. Uh, that's, <laughs> blimey, 28 points for Stafford. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> It's like playing a robot against Pat sometimes. <laughs> uh, I mean, 30, 31 and 32 are all still up for grabs. Just <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> Come on, Pat. Next up. Marcus Mariota. Uh, yeah, he's got to be on that list. He's 26th. Um, it's a strong start. Mm. Back, to, back to you, Rich. I'm tempted because he played... I really want to. I really want to take the Jets' risk. I'm not, I'm not sure. I really. Um, no, I know how I'm going to go for because he's done almost as much running as he had, has passing. Daniel Jones. 
Daniel Jones. Let me guess, uh, he's not in the top 30. Uh, he's so no. shit. Sorry, I'm being blind. He's, he is. He's number 15. Ah, rubbish. All right. You know what's going to happen here is we're going to forget who's gone and not be able to think of someone who hasn't already been guessed. <laughs> I mean, I'm struggling to think of quarterbacks, let alone ones that might be in that range. This uh, is good. What did, what did Jason say last week with yeah, <laughs> the knowledge that we have on this podcast? <laughs> I, my can't, can't name I don't a store any of it in my head. That's the problem. I store most of it elsewhere. Um, let's go, Zach Wilson. Let's do the Jets thing. Bloody hell, that is bold. Um, do you know what that gets you? 32 points. That's yes. what that gets wow. you. There you go. I figured um, one of them had to be in the top 32. Well, it didn't, but he <laughs> <laughs> is by the skin of his teeth. Um, yeah. Pat, back, back to you. Justin Fields. Yeah, that gets you 27. Oh. It, loving those high 20s. Very frustrating. Just like Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Zach Prescott. Zach Prescott. Zach Prescott. Sorry, I leant for my beer at the same time as speaking. <laughs> yeah, twenty-two points for Dak. Um, couple of yeah, couple of missed games. Probably pushed him. Obviously pushed him down the list. Uh, back to you, Rich. But the scores, by the way, Pat's on one hundred and thirty-two. Rich, you're on eighty-one. But that may not matter. <laughs> It could just come down to a wrong answer. Uh, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really struggling to think of good options here. Jared Goff is the only one that's coming to mind, and he's obviously a terrible option. Well, they, they were bad for like six games when they basically did nothing. So yeah, let's go with him. Okay, seven points for Jared yeah. Goff. Yeah. <laughs> but you're still in. You're still in. So um, come up with a, come up with another. Just at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten what your voice was like. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, I know so at this point, Craig's, Craig's probably got a list of like 10 in his head that would all be like somewhere from 18 to 31, and I can't think of a single one of them. <laughs> I didn't consider the risk of being out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish I had Craig's confidence. <laughs> All right, let's let's go with a man who's played a decent number of games, but not too many, and has been vaguely competent, but not too good. It's Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke gets you thirty-one points. Wow! Oh, the drama! Um, it's back to you, Pat. Have we had Jimmy G yet? Uh, yes, we have. <laughs> I'm not oh. going to penalise you, but I'll just give you a warning. Oh, warning! Oh, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means. Kyla Murray gets another one. Kyla Murray. Kyla Murray gets you 24 points. Lovely. And we had Huntley from Craig. Let's go, Lamar Jackson. Ah, oh, that was my next choice. Lamar Jackson gets you 25 points. You are Did filling in that? those gaps. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. Again, he's I mean, again, he's missed time. time. Yeah, yeah. Your turn again, Rich. Mm. There are one or two surprising names on this list, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. I'm now at the point where my brain's refusing to work and I can't dig up the name of 
brown starter from most of the year, but not recently. Oh, come on, you idiot. He's got the same name as a restaurant in where. <laughs> Is it still called that? That's not helpful to know. I think that's. No, it's I think, I think it's right. changed. Yeah, yeah. It's a while since I've been there. <laughs> we get a decent pint of beer there these days. It's turned into a, a pub <laughs> slash, yeah, slash bar restaurant type place. But decent drop of real ale. This is off. This is slightly off topic. It's not helping Rich in any way. <laughs> it, it is not, and I'm really I, my brain's completely gone blank on him. Um, <laughs> now I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm just not gonna get eliminated at this point and see if Pat manages to pick number thirty-three. Um, <laughs> <30. let's... laughs> well, it's playing the game. Yeah, yeah. Gives me give, potentially give me time to. I mean, uh, come all up I'd like at this one. point is you to get on with it, really. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Mark. Fine, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. It's going to get me one point. Literally gets you one point. Yeah, I know because yeah. I was looking at MVP rankings earlier today. <laughs> um, is that you again? I've lost track. Uh, I don't know. You're running this quiz. Yeah, I think it is. It's you again. We've only had one from Rich yeah. in this set. <laughs> This year. Oh God! <laughs> Is it 2024 yet? Yeah. Um. Oh, Gino Smith. Gino Smith. Gino. Yeah. That's eight points. We are getting into territory that's going to be the 2023 passing yards that you're answering here, but we're not quite there. <laughs> um, Pat, Pat, back to you. Um, I'm going to go for Stephen Lusaber's QB3, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton gets you a nice 21 points. And then, I mean, I should go Jacoby Brissett just in case Rich remembers him. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. It seems a, a good, good idea anyway. It gets you 18. Well done. Um, sorry, Rich, you're gonna need to think again. And I, well, I can I've been see trying, this is but... difficult. <laughs> just if Jacoby Brissett had been 33rd, I'd have been fucking raging. By the way, <laughs> that would have been exceptionally right. well played. Pretending to forget his name, knowing that he's he's not in the top 32, but. Alas, no. Let's go with Mike White and a punt. Oh, wow. That is a punt. And Mike White... Not nearly enough games. ...will get you <laughs> 36 points if this was a different oh. format. So, oh. unfortunately, that is it. And Pat deserved the music long before this happened. Um, so have Absolutely. yourself some, <laughs> some actual music. Um, some gaps, by the way. Baker Mayfield at 30. Oh, shit. I thought about Matt him briefly. Ryan. I thought he hadn't played enough. Matt Ryan, 14. Yeah. No, yeah. Matt Ryan's had an amazing number of passing yards for a man who's being shat on by everyone this yeah, season. Yeah, he's, he he's had a few streaky games in amongst it. And, I mean, there's some of the... Well, you've, yeah, 30's the only gap below 21. Um, Who was that? Because that's where I was aiming for. Yeah, I was 30 hoping was, it might be a little bit higher up. 30 was Baker Mayfield. Um, 20, Ryan Tannehill, 19, Mac Jones, 17, Davis Mills, 16, Russell Wilson. Yeah, 14, Matt Ryan, as you say, then it's uh, some decent QBs above that, with the exception of um, Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Boo! <laughs> uh, there you go. Well done, Pat. That was, there were some strong answers in there. I'd like to say, Craig, you were unlucky with Huntley, but... I mean that was an awful. Yeah, I don't. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. I didn't realize the premise of the game until it was too late. Deshaun Watson <laughs> has more passing yards than Huntley. I, I was. I could. I was. I was going to go Zach. I would have gone 
Watson was a consideration. Mills, I'm surprised is as high as he was. But just just he number played. of games, yeah. yeah, yeah. Number of games yeah. and number of games in which they're behind and desperately trying to catch up against prevent yeah. defense. Yeah. Shall we? Shall the we only guess... reason I went with Mike White was because he's played a decent number of games this year. It's because like, you remembered him from recently. <laughs> there is that as well. <laughs> well Although, Pat, you'd, you'd be surprised. My brain doesn't work that well. <laughs> really? There's a lot of stuff that I've looked at in, literally in the last two hours and forgotten those QB names immediately. <laughs> it's like trying to remember what happened in games at the weekend. We're not necessarily very good at that. Um, should we start with that conversation, though, about about QBs and the MVP, Craig? Um, I, think as you, I mean, it's is it even worth having this discussion that it might go to somebody who isn't a quarterback? Um, I don't know if we're doing it this year, but at some point we might get, I don't know if uh, Adam Barton and 99 Yards and they'll do that thing with the, the awards um, as we've done in the last couple of years. Mm. But... Yeah, we're still maybe we're starting that early, and we could get the uh, get the meaty bit out of the way. I mean, <laughs> I hope it does because that's fun. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It's fun. I was thinking about it <clears throat> um, because there's a few performances over the weekend. You you touched on it in the intro that it felt it kind of felt like a bad weekend of football, which you know, in real terms, it wasn't that bad. And when you consider the season we've had. It's been a fantastic year. Um, but in a bad weekend of football, there are a couple of performances that just stand out for me and really make me think about the best players in the league. I'm thinking about your Joe Burrows. Um, it's funny that you say about the, is it anyone else other than a quarterback? For me, the, ultimate, the, the obvious answer when I was considering this, whether it's a quarterback or MVP, I'm thinking about, I guess, league honours. Pat Mahomes is in a class of his own. I don't, I mean, like this, this to me seems... Like there's a tier below. Yeah, this to me seems a really obvious, easy conversation mm. this year. I don't, I like, yeah, you could make arguments for other players playing well and being deserving of stuff, but it's, it's Pat Mahomes, isn't it? So, it, so Pat Mahomes, I think, has been the best player. Um I mean, it's silly. You can make that most valuable argument. I think, I think Joe, Joe Burrow and the Bengals are, you know, going to be here forever. I think it's Joe Burrow. If you're looking for the uh, Peyton Manning to Mahomes' Brady, I think you're most likely to find it in Burrow as opposed to, you know, maybe Josh Allen or Lamar, who maybe would have fought at another point. But the only other player I chuck in there outside of the obvious quarterbacks Justin Jefferson, man, that guy is. I, I I think he's he's the best player, best receiver in the league, and maybe has been since he came into the league. But the guy is phenomenal. He is a difference maker every single week. Completely changed the fortunes of that franchise. So he's making Kirk anyone, Cousins look good. Look, look, <laughs> no. look like a, I, I, yeah. I keep I keep getting. I'm so you talk about the QB rankings. Cousins in the last three years, his numbers are top five every year. Well, he'd, he'd <laughs> have got crazy. you five. He's fifth in this list. Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy. Top five every year. Justin Jefferson, mate. That is the reason. So, um, but you know, I, I think that's fun to talk about. I want to talk about that, but in reality, I do think there is one gold standard, and that is Pat Mahomes. 
Yeah, I think it's tricky to, it's one of those things sometimes you get a down year from the QBs and you can start talking about other players. And I, I agree with you, if if we were in one of those years, I think there'd be people making a very strong case for Jefferson being, you know, one of the few non, uh, non-quarterback non MVPs because, I mean, and it's not just this year, like you say, it's the body of work. He's been so strong year on year on year. He just never seems to slow down. And they'll have those games where he, you know, doesn't get a catch or he doesn't really get much of a target for the first couple of quarters. And then the, the by the end of the game, he's still got six catches and 108 yards or something. It's, you know, he's just a moment away from doing something spectacular at any given moment in any game. To me, this award... It, it needs to be a player whose team is relatively successful. Otherwise, it just looks a bit odd. Um, but it also it needs to be like the word is valuable, right? So it needs it needs to be somebody who, if you take them away from that team, that team isn't left with very much. Or that, or it would be a very diff. They would have a very different outcome to their season. Um, and you can't imagine a world where the Kansas City Chiefs are close to making the playoffs with Cheney. <laughs> um, I assume he's still their backup. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, like the Bengals with Burrow, maybe, but I think that I don't think they lose. They would lose as much with someone else. Like they've got, uh, yeah, they've got phenomenally. Like everything's falling into place with them, and Burrow looks great. Uh, but I don't, I don't think it's the same same thing with them. There may be one or two other teams you could make those kind of arguments. But it's just it's it's not even close for me and and Patrick Mahomes. I I, I sort of forget how like he, he must have won it already. I don't pay enough attention to these these sorts of things. It seems to be Aaron well, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady for for years, doesn't it? But like it, yeah, it should be him, and it should be him next year and the year after that. And I, I don't like don't don't overcomplicate it. I think one of the big things for me is you look at how he's played the last few years and everyone's looked at, you know, it's him and Kelsey and him and Hill. And yes, he's got Kelsey still as that comfort blanket and that ability to find him almost automatically on third downs. But having lost Hill, there was always that question mark about the receivers that they brought in and they were solid, but not great, not spectacular guys, nowhere near Tyreek Hill's quality. And it's not slowed him down at all. Yeah, he's, yeah, but he's spreading as as, the ball as soon around as you double team, As soon as you cover Kelsey with like someone else or you, yeah, you give him attention, he'll find someone else. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. That's my point. He is spreading the ball around more this year than he has before, but his numbers are just as strong as they've ever been. It's not, it's not been an issue for him that he's no longer got really a true wide receiver one. And for a lot of QBs, that would seriously drop their performance levels. Yeah, he's and elevating that, that receiving core by a huge amount. And it's the yeah. consistency of his level that means you kind of start taking it for granted, I think. But Adam's right. He's a step above and should be shooing for this, I think. Um, and that's that's the, the, the big thing that I think that has gone in favour for Pat Mahomes this year is that, you know, two years they've probably not, they've not really had a, a running back. Edwards Hilaire has not been maybe the draft pick they would have hoped. You take out Hill. Kelsey is still obviously the best tight end in football. So he's got help. But and that O line is good as well. 
but you you just have to watch Patrick Mahomes and you, there is no way you have seen anyone play football like that. However, the valuable part of the argument is why I think that if anybody can or is in the conversation, it's Justin Jefferson because I think... Yeah, but they don't. They just don't do it. And like I, I, I hear you, yeah, but the NFL, what that that that's not. Who was the last not like non QB to get that award? Was it Adrian Peterson? I think. I, 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 I yeah, I've, I'm just showing probably complete ignorance here, but like they, it just doesn't happen. Um, I and so yeah, and as for a defensive player, like I know we've discussed. I think last year we discussed TJ Watt for this, didn't we? Because last year there wasn't maybe did Mahomes miss any time? I think maybe maybe you missed a missed a bit of time, but he it wasn't as obviously him as it maybe usually is. Didn't he have a couple of injuries that slowed him down, sort of mid to late season? Yeah, I think you. you sure could be right. He had. I think he. he I recall the concussion own. protocol or two, maybe. And but yeah, I can't it, remember any of that. I think the more likely is what Pat said. We have got way too used to Mahomes being unbelievable. Like, we've just got too used to it. We So, it's just... It, it, like I do think he is in a class of his own. It is probably a foregone conclusion. The guy is the best player in football. Um, and it's it's crazy. The guy is five, five years. Five years in the league. I've played... If he was drafted in... Was he, was Seven, 2017, but he, he didn't start. Yeah, he sat his yeah. first year behind Alex Smith. So... Four years. It feels like he's been here forever. <laughs> it's unbelievable how, how how he's completely transformed um, the way we even consider football in such a short period of time with such a consistent success. The Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs uh, before Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs post Patrick Mahomes. It's actually look at that franchise forever on, right? It is a, it, it's a completely different ball game thanks to Pat Mahomes. So yeah, it's probably a real. He has given Tony Romo more orgasms than Mrs. Romo in that time. <laughs> <laughs> and you sort of, you'd sort of get, like, I've had a co- conversations with people about, like, Chris Collinsworth is another when he then they when they're, they're on Sunday night football and he'll just get so excited about what he's seeing, and uh, like that, I think it annoys some people or they get tired of all the Mahomes love, and then you get stuff like where another QB will do something amazing, and then you'll see comments like, "Oh, if it's Mahomes, everyone would lose their shit." But yeah, there's a reason for that. Like, like he he is that good, and just because someone's tired of something or you've seen it so many times doesn't make it less true. Yeah. Um, God knows we were tired of Tom Brady, like probably early two thousands in my case, but it doesn't doesn't stop him sticking around, and it doesn't stop him even being rumored to go to the Saints next year and all this nonsense. Just retire, you prick. <laughs> but I digress. He's well. I, I say he's not. He's not in line for this award anymore. He's fourth in in passing yardage this year. So there yeah, are some things just it takes a while to to change even even when you sense they're changing uh, the the stats are still there. Yeah. Shall we? We've uh, we've digressed slightly. Should we do, review some games um, while we're here? Um, I even watched a couple of them. Um, I've, <laughs> I've, uh, it's a weird it's weird with Christmas because all the games are on a 
a funny time and we've all got family stuff going on. Um, but normally I will watch more more games than I have, but I have been catching up with highlights. Uh, but it, yeah, it seemed, a, it seemed a bit of a, a funny time. But here we go. One sentence reviews, starting with, and this feels like a long time ago, Jacksonville 19, New York Jets 3. These QBs were 1-2 and two in 2021, but their trajectories this season couldn't have been better highlighted than they were in this game. Yes. Houston, 19. Tennessee, 14. So you're telling me Malik Willis might not be the future? Oh, oh don't. Um, Atlanta, 9. Baltimore, 17. Baltimore, stop it with that black jersey and purple pants combo. It doesn't work on any level. Detroit 23, Detroit 23, Carolina 37. In a game littered with big plays, the Lions let this one get away from them, blow to their playoff hopes. Buffalo 35, Chicago 13. Closer than the scoreline suggests as Buffalo turned the screw late, but that Josh Allen bootleg doesn't often fail. New Orleans 17, Cleveland 10. Awful weather in Cleveland should have suited the ground and pound Browns, but after the half, the Saints remembered that Kamara is quite good and kept their playoff hopes alive. Seattle 10, Kansas City 24. The absolutely predictable thrashing occurred on schedule. New York Giants 24, Minnesota 27. Another close game, another win for the Vikes. If I was the Vikings organisation, I'd have Justin Jefferson wrapped in cotton wool. And Greg Joseph as well. Um, Cincinnati 22, New England 18. Not sure how the Bengals let this one get close, but they keep on rolling. Maybe they've actually peaked too early. Washington 20, San Francisco 37. Niners finding a Niners finding a comfortable yet not spectacular rhythm. Something extremely efficient about this team. Philadelphia 34, Dallas 40. This was so close to being hilariously embarrassing for Dallas, but while Minshew was making Pat wistful, he was let down by a supporting cast late in the game. Las Vegas 10, Pittsburgh 13. As ugly as expected. Green Bay 26, Miami 20. Oh, Tua, what on earth happened? Denver 14, LA Rams 51. I don't remember a worse team putting a 50 burger on someone. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a great shout. Uh, Tampa Bay 19, Arizona 16. Matt Prater has now made 69 field goals of 50 yards or more. Nice. LA Chargers 20, Indianapolis 3. An absolutely horrific performance from the Colts offense. Again. You hate to see it, don't you? Not much. (laughs) Well, the Colts aren't winning the AFC South. That is mathematically certain. It's a weird... I don't don't want this discussion to go any further particularly, but there's a weird situation where it's winning in in week 18 between Tennessee and Jacksonville and neither team's result matters at all in week 17. Like, nothing. no, No possible scenario in week 17 other than I think a tie, weirdly, um, can affect that week 18 winning in. Bonkers. Like, <laughs> doesn't make, doesn't actually make logical sense, but here we are. So we're, we're, we're all going to be resting players or not resting players or arguing about resting players, but nobody really cares. Um, we're not going to be resting players. Doug Pedersen has said we're not going to be resting players. And at seven and eight, you shouldn't be fucking resting players. 
Well, yeah, it's it's a weird one because how do you want to you want to maximise your chances of winning in wake wake eighteen? It might be the wake for us, um, but it's that yeah. But you you sort of want to keep your momentum going, um, yeah. and, and weirdly for Tennessee with the amount of injuries we've got, it almost feels like we should be resting players. But that's the worst thing you could possibly do when you've lost five on the bounce. I don't think it matters because we're we're going to get battered in week eighteen regardless. So yeah, let's talk about something relevant. Um, uh, funny enough, I look at my notes and the Jets are <laughs> the first bullet point. Oh, it doesn't wow. make much sense after what I've just said. Um, it was it. I mean, I, I have seen some bad offensive displays being a Tennessee fan. Um, that's pretty atrocious um, from Zach Wilson. Um, they, you, to the point where you stuck in a quarterback who I hadn't heard of and had to be one Strevler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he he immediately brought a spark on a, on a drive or two, but yeah, it was as as Rich you said in that review, like the Trevor Lawrence is looking like a proper bona fide QB, and Zach Wilson might be about to get cut. Um, it's it's as simple as that. Pat, you mentioned in the chat about Jets fans not helping. Um, well, not sure I, yeah, I know, I know okay. Zach Wilson's underwhelming. But they were booing him at nil-nil on second and ten after he missed a single throw. And you're like, if a guy's struggling, heckling him when he's still got a chance to do something good isn't going to help him make it. It's not going to make him more likely to do something good. So give, have a little bit more patience than second down, maybe. I mean, it's not so, as if it's the first game that he's he's shut the bed I suppose and that's, and that's true the thing. but he hadn't quite at that point it was still very early very very early I don't know when it started I know that you couldn't miss it when it did um, <laughs> I think that so there are a couple things in it so on one hand it, it nine, nine times out of ten if he was having this conversation I would say I generally hate it when fans do that. I'm talking from a very cultural perspective here, though. There's something about being English and from London where that just doesn't feel right. And and you can see it impacts players, right? It doesn't help, as you say, that it is not going to help. Um, like make your if you're going to make your feelings known, make them be known at the end of the game or through fan channels. Don't. By fan channels, I don't mean like YouTube. I mean the ways fan communicate with the club. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm dread- with you on this. He, it, uh, the- so, so he, but he was bad. He was so so bad. And you are in New York, and I don't have. I when it happens, I sit there thinking, "Oh, come on, guys." I sat there thinking, "Yeah, man, let's get this guy. Get this." Get this guy out of here. I've had enough of him. I've had enough. And I like what Salah said after the game. I don't feel like it means never, but it not right now. He he is not playing good football. That is as bad a Jets offense as we've as I've seen ever. And therefore, it's not good enough when everything else is moving in in a certain direction. I've I have a I have a question now. Does the fact that Zach Wilson 
well, I, I know what the answer probably is, but does the fact that Zach Wilson was a first round pick and a high first round pick mean that this is different to another team making a same judgment call on a player that was taken lower down in the draft? Um, so, for example, like the Falcons have just stuck Ridder in, who looks underwhelming. Um, the Titans have Malik Willis has now played three games and looked atrocious in all of them. Um, but is it is the fact that if the Jets give up on Zach Wilson now, less likely just because of the the draft capital they've they've used to get him? Because logically, that shouldn't be the case. Every, like, what's done is done. Um, but I just always have this sense that too much stock is put in. Well, he was a first round pick. We can't give up on him just yet. But you've got to make I the do, right decision. I do think there's definitely um, there's something of that. Of course, there is. I think that you, you only get a high first round pick so often, right? That's the point. Um, so when you do, you you are giving yourself a chance of okay, you risk the floor, but what you're betting on is the ceiling, right? And so I, that is the reason that I'm not saying cut Zach. It is almost specifically because he was the number two pick in the draft. Um, you but if 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 the... he was if he was a lower round pick and he played like a like he has in every game he'd that he cut. has in the last two years, he'd be cut without a thought. So yeah, logically, but he's, not. he's a number two pick. Yeah, but there was a reason he's a number two pick now. No, but isn't he was the number two pick? There's going to be something to your evaluation that says this guy could have been this. There is a profile an expectation of what his skills could achieve. And you, you are unlikely to have got, gotten that outside of the you know the top five, top ten picks. So I do think it's worthwhile. Mate, you've got to kick every tire. Keep 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 seeing if you can, you know, get the most out of it and be confident before you move on. And I think that's yeah, that's that's why the, there's the job. This is that's cool. But right now he's um he's done. He's done. And you can see it. I can't remember. Someone said it in the group. It might have been Pat still. Um, in he said, Someone said about it, whether players are sort of playing for Zach or seeing the fact that they seem to respond to Strebler. And Salah, um, and like, and therefore, you know, his, a player is not playing for Zach. And Salah responded to this in um, one of his press conferences this week. In, and he, and he, again, I'm so pleased with Salah. Salah is still ticking every box um and what you were saying was you know it that goes for every position if you trust your guys if you know your guys are going to put their bodies on the line and they're gonna go hard and whatever you're obviously gonna have a confidence in each other um and he wasn't throwing Zach under the bus by any means but he was also acknowledging that there is something to playing for your quarterback or playing for your teammate or having that level of respect or whatever. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I think it's fair game. You're in New York. You came to New York knowing this was part of the game. Anyone else, anywhere else, I do think it's different. The whole booing thing, but you came to New York. You know, it was all good when we was all happy that you was banging milfs and that. Now, if you can't make a 10-yard <laughs> pass, you've got, to take, you've got to take your lumps. Well, I was going to ask that because th- this seems to almost be part of the issue is that he he has these distracting qualities off the field, whether it's, you know, the chatter around what his parents are like or the, the, the MILFs thing or the, you know, not taking responsibility in press conferences, all, all this kind of stuff. There was a moment after that 
first benching where it sounded like he was a little bit more, you know, chastened and, and feeling like maybe I'll, he's realised that the pennies drop with him, that actually he needs to take more responsibility. He needs to work harder. He needs to, you know, get his head down and, and earn some respect from the people around him, from the other stars and from his veterans. But that almost seemed to just knock his confidence as well. And, and part of me wonders whether, like you say, if you can get Mike White upright and fit for the rest of the year, he's probably the starter. Even if you make the playoffs now, he's the starter all the way through. Um, as far as you can go, but whether Zach Wilson coming in with a fresh attitude, with a you know a more positive attitude towards his teammates and towards his work and towards understanding the offense better, might get him into a better position in year three. Because we've seen this from quarterbacks in the past where they've struggled first, second, even third year, and then gone on to do better things down the road. Because it takes a while to to develop as an NFL starter. And I watch tape on, I watch tape, not like professionals and people who know what they're talking about watch tape, but I went and watched some Zach Wilson uh, college highlights and college games and things like that when the Niners traded up because he was one of those names that was like, if the Jets don't take him, we might. And one of the things I saw was he's, he's a talented quarterback within that college system he you know his arm was unbelievable the, the ability to you know take off on a bootleg spot a, an open receiver or half open receiver down down the field and either hit that guy or throw him open it was unreal he looked like an absolute superstar and that talent has it's still got to be there somewhere but it just feels like he's been so knocked with the confidence right now that he's never going to play like that player until he has some time out to get his head straight again and that's, that's the only thing that I wonder is either he does that with the Jets or he gets traded somewhere else because they're never going to cut him. I suspect it will be similar to Darnold where he'll get like, you know, a fifth round and maybe a conditional third or something based on playing time and things um, because someone will take a punt on his talent. And maybe he needs to go somewhere that's not a big market, that's not a New York, because he just seems totally overwhelmed right now. He doesn't seem to look like he knows what he's doing in that offensive system. And that is a shit place to be as a quarterback. This is going back to my question. It kind of like, when, when do you just, you've got to say from what you've seen that he's not going to, he's not going to cut it. Um, And it's like, logically, like I know this is what they'll do. They'll say, right. They won't cut him just like that because he was a first rounder. But I just, I just don't, I just don't buy that. Well, I don't agree that that's what teams should do. Uh, if you know, you know. Like the, the hope that you might get a sixth rounder from someone more stupid than he is. Like, okay, good, good luck. Um, and yeah, maybe that's how this pans this pans out. It kind of obviously as it did with Donald. Uh, but I think Craig, from the defense that you've got. And even like some of the offensive pieces, there's uh, Bre- Brees Hall went down. Obviously, that that was a that was a big blow to to this season as well. But like, there's there's a good looking short term future in New York, but it's got to be with someone else. So they've got yeah, they've got to they've got to right now. Who I don't you, know. What's the point? Yeah, you got to you, like. Don't get me wrong. If you've got, it's, you know, it sounds. Fucking, I don't if Drew Brees say... is saying he's ready to come back to football and he's 100 percent fit, then sure. Let's do what we got to do, but we haven't got. It, it, you, you're it, at this point. There is no and and it's not as though I don't think that we're not doing it sentimentally. It's not like oh, we really care I think about a lot this of it's stubbornness. 
it's stubbornness. Maybe. Like it, it is. I, I, I think you've got to kick the tires, right? You've got to know for sure this guy has not got it anymore. Because and the thing is, the thing about Zach Wilson, it's not as though we see him come in and never be able to play football. He's shown that he can play football in this league. The problem is, for whatever reason, over time, things have deteriorated. He's not been able to get right. We've, we've made moves. We've got him that personal quarterback's coach who's apparently back now. Like We've done lots to try and get him right, and it's not quite worked yeah. out. Jamarcus Russell right. showed that he could do things in this league. Uh, like, well, I, see me, I would have gone. I would have stuck stuck it out with Jamarcus Russell personally. And look <laughs> at Geno Smith. You say that. I wish as a Jets fan we'd let Geno Smith have a proper go. Geno Smith, what number did you say? Top eight quarterback in the league this year. Yeah, he's got two thirds of a season apparently though, and then he disappears. It's funny. No, well, no one saw that coming, did they? But uh, yeah, it's. It's a weird, it's it's a weird dynamic. That's all. I, that's all. Alex I mean, Smith. Because, oh no, well, yeah, yeah, Alex Smith. But this oh. is the problem, right? Is you you have that issue of you give him two years, and if you cut him at the end of two years, and then he goes somewhere. Say say the Colts pick him up on because he's still cheap Ooh. on a rookie deal, um, and he you know he wins the starting job there, and then all of a sudden he's lighting up the league because he feels more comfortable. There's less Stop pressure it, on him, all that kind Stop of stuff. It. Stop it now. <laughs> all right. I might as well have said Phil Rivers for all that was all the triggering that that was, but you know, that's, that's the thing. Like you, you hit that point of, I, hold on, hold on. Just start, does well, he back up, up a sec. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up, back up. Philip Rivers. Can so can you, has he got, is he on a team at the moment? <laughs> the Jets Don't. need a quarterback. Shut up, mate. <laughs> I wasn't going there for once. Um, but my point is, the, the, the risk is not just, um, is this guy not going to work out at all? It's it's this guy actually going to work out, but you dump him too soon because you've seen the talent that he potentially has. And then he goes and lights up for someone else, potentially even one of your divisional rivals. And then at that point, that's the thing that really stings because you've thrown away a guy who ended up being potentially someone else's franchise quarterback. Yeah, and it's That's a particularly difficult time. Sorry. It's a particularly difficult time for them because Sam Donald's having a little upswing with his beard and his uh, running game. And <laughs> it's only a little happening... upswing, though. Yeah, but it's enough to make you doubt your it only takes vision a on the guy of... you took after him. It only takes a couple of little highlight clips to get fans upset about that kind of thing. It doesn't take much at all. And the thing and, we forget about Donald is how young he joined the league. Like, right? You'd expect a bit more of a step because you've got to mature as a person as well as a player. And I think we've seen similar with Lawrence in that is, he, he joined Zach the Wilson. league very young, younger than some players who are still yet to be drafted. So there's more of a step there in terms of personal maturity. Zach Wilson's but, young enough to be someone's son. Um, <laughs> we are all young enough to be someone's. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know where I was going. Let's 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 move on for fear of uh, just annoying Craig. Um, <laughs> well, a similar theme. We should talk Derek Carr because oh, this yes. is just it's. Well, this is where I wanted to move. Actually, it, it's well the Raiders. Let's. This is a very different situation. He is. He has now had nine seasons as a Oakland slash Las Vegas Raider, and. Yeah, they I mean they haven't cut him yet uh, but as as you alluded to they benched him for the remainder of the season 
Um, they are going to start with who's going to be their starter? Stidham, Jarrett Stidham. Thank you. Um, he and yeah, and some other backup. It's not yeah, Carl's not even going to back him up. So they've just said right, um, we're not going to make the playoffs. Um, let's see what we've got in Stidham. We know what we've got with Derek Carr. You know I, what you've got in Stidham. He's barely good enough to be a backup. <laughs> in in his defense, I mean, he's never started a, like it. This is this is a similar kind of thing. It's it's. Uh, so you, you you think well let's let's kick the tires on him and hope that he proves us wrong with what we feel deep down. I I, I don't know, um, but you you sense that this means that Carr's done in Vegas. I would just I would assume. Um, maybe I'm reaching with that. It's such a weird one because he's he's never felt like one of those true elite quarterbacks. He's always felt like he's knocking on the door of that discussion and having it slammed in his face. And again, he's what 11th in passing yards and a top 10 in, in touchdowns thrown. I think he's always copped a bit more flack than he deserves actually. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a bad QB and it almost feels like the Raiders are looking for a scapegoat here for another lost season. And I, I don't know that he's the scapegoat. It's like it's early in the season. It felt like it was Josh Jacobs, and now it's now it's Derek Carr. And I don't know. It just it feels like there's something going on in that organization where there's other people fighting for their jobs and trying to trying to blame someone else. It's there's it's an organization that's had its share of dysfunction over the years, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Josh McDaniels, I think he was like it was always a not a weird appointment. But like he, he's he's been over, overdue going back to being a head coach, but it didn't work out so well for the first time in that in that same division. <laughs> um, yeah, he he had that flirtation with the Colts a few years ago, where he literally turned his car around on the interstate and went back to back to Foxborough. Um, but that hasn't really gone to plan, should, should we say? Um, Devontae well, Adams, like you, well, they were lighting up the league for the first half of the season, him and him and Adams, and then just. All of a sudden, Adams, his production fell off a cliff, but it felt more like that connection somehow faltered rather than it was on either particular player. It's it's like Derek Carr. It's it's like his flat. The the rub has always oh he's he's just average. Like, but he's been an average NFL quarterback for nine years, and and being an average NFL quarterback for nine years probably isn't really that bad. All right, I have a question, Craig. Derek Carr, better or worse than Matthew Stafford? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, thinking uh, of them as being quite similar. Uh, no. You lot, you lot have changed your fucking tune. <laughs> I've got an opinion, but Pat, go on. Pat's waiting to come in. I was just, I was going to say, I've always been fairly underwhelmed by Carr. And I've always felt like he's rated generally higher than I feel he merits. So... It doesn't come as a massive shock to me, but it does. You look at this season and you think Raiders have blown quite a few big leads this season. They got a bit notorious for it. They've had a couple of stalls of late, but it doesn't feel to me like Carr's the biggest problem in that organisation. So I think when you said scapegoat, that's that's pretty right. And the problems there are more coaching scheming level than they are with the individual players in that unit. I I think he's been fairly harshly done by at this point. 
I'm going to shock I think... you. I think Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford are both better quarterbacks than Derek Carr. Um, Craig, I want to hear your take. <laughs> um, I think Matt Ryan certainly is. Uh, I think that Derek Carr, I'll be real with you. Yeah, like, literally doing a politician <laughs> refusing to answer the question. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for no, no, no. Paxman. I, I, will, I want <laughs> you have to answer that question. <laughs> um, so let me be honest with you. There's my full politician. Um, um, now, let me be honest by changing yeah, the subject. Let me be, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that Derek Carr has a completely inflated reputation. Uh, I don't rate him. I think he's the average quarterback. I'll say it. He has benefited from being a white quarterback and having a brother who played in the league. He's benefited from the same thing as Stafford, same thing as um, uh, Goff. All of these bang average quarterbacks who would not have had the same level of opportunity had they not been white quarterbacks. Look, at, and Juno Smith is a perfect example. You mentioned Jamarcus Russell. I think it's funny, don't get me wrong, Jamarcus Russell was clearly not able to play quarterback in this league, but people like Jamarcus Russell, or even we talked about him the other day, uh, uh, prior, turned him into a receiver within two years, did not give the guy a chance to develop. Um, but that said, like, I think he's crap. So I don't think the Raiders have got anything to lose. Like, what, It's been a complete and utter dumpster. I don't know why there's not more conversation about what happened and ha- and John Gruden leaving and the impact that had on the op- organisation in general. Like, this was a head coach who you went <clears throat> balls out to get. You, 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 you mortgaged the place on this guy. And controversy struck and it was disappeared within a whisper. It's, it's madness. So I think that it's probably not, who, like at this point, who cares? He's not a very good quarterback. You, you're cutting your losses. Uh, the, the season's done. I think it's a shame someone like Josh Jacobs in his fifth years, who is a fantastic running back, if I was him, I'd be thinking, boy, can I get a route out of here? Craig, fiscal policy is all well and good, but I want to talk about immigration. Is Derek Carr better or worse than Matthew Stafford? <laughs> wow, he's literally refusing. He said, "That's it. That's it. Um, we are done. We Much are done muchness. <laughs> it's Derek. He's he'll get a starting. If the Raiders cut him, he'll get a starting job somewhere. I'm convinced. Like, there's no like he's not. He's not exactly. 33rd or worse in the Mate, in Baker my rankings. and Darnold can still get fucking starting jobs. This guy Quite. will be able to find somewhere. Well, Pat Pat sent us all a uh, a photo of him mocked up in a uh, in an indie jersey, and I don't think any of us would be surprised by that. <laughs> no, he seems a bit my... young for indie. Yeah, indie there is that. Commanders, wherever. Um, well, let's talk about let's talk quickly about the commanders. Nice unintentional segue. Uh, they're going back to Carson Wentz. Dickheads. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, Rich, you'd have watched this game religiously, but um, he came he came in for Heineke during the game. Um, I yeah, is that is that enough <laughs> to make to make that? I don't know what what happened. You sort of, you presumably watched the game. It, yeah, it felt a bit like a hiding to nothing for either QB because we were we were at the point where we were just rushing the passer on every passing down, and Bosa was having fun with it. And um, you know that 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 defense is 
is quality. It wasn't like Heineke was having a terrible game. He wasn't having a great game, but we've, you know, last eight weeks, we've been lights out against pretty much everyone, um, including players like Brady. So it, it didn't feel, it felt like an unfair benching during the game where it, it wasn't like they were getting anything better out of Wentz than they were out of Heineke. It, it feels a little bit like their their season sort of stalled a bit, as, as has the Giants. And it feels like they're trying to just kickstart it any way they can. And this is sort of a bit of a Hail Mary to try and get over the line and into the playoffs in the, in like, the hope that Carson Wentz won't be the same player that he was at the start of the season and will do all the same things or won't do all the same things that he did back then, which, of course, he will. I genuinely I wouldn't think, be surprised to see Heineke back in the game, like halfway through it. Well, that, and, and he probably should be because he's he. When did we speak about this a few weeks ago? But it just felt like um, somebody said that Carson Wentz has more talent and all the mechanics and all the rest of it uh, than. But who do you actually think is more likely to win you a game? And that's Heineke. Heineke's more solid. He's less. He's less up and down. Wentz will he'll do some spectacular stuff and then he'll throw five picks in a row. It seems and to be that's... more the latter than the former, right, from especially <laughs> occasional, occasional years. spectacular yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's, I don't. Heineke's a lot more exciting to watch as a fan. You'd want to watch your offense under Heineke more than you'd want to watch it under Wentz. Much as the commentators in the game this week are like, "Oh yeah, they're going to wet back to Wentz because he's more of a gunslinger, and that's what they need at this point." Is he though? Is he really? Exactly. Is he a check down beardy prick who just gets more chances than he deserves because of what he looks like? <laughs> um. I don't know. It was it was Kevin Harlan in that game, and I'm not take if there if there's any any shade going around towards Kevin Harlan, I'm not having that um, irrationally, having not heard not heard the, uh, the comments. <laughs> but um, he certainly got excited when George Kittle did everything he did and uh, stole a touchdown from uh, Ray Ray McLeod. <laughs> um, he he brings joy to games. So I'm not I'm not having any Harlan shade. But uh, where where were we? Um, <laughs> Yeah, Carson, Carson Wentz. I don't, Ron Rivera, I don't know. It, it's. I feel like he's become, like he's always a coach that I've admired and respected and generally rated. But he's being brought down to the level of the organisation he's he's working for. Um, yeah, it's just a shit show there, isn't it? Yeah. And, I, I mean, it's it's almost the, the house is constantly on fire and has been for three years and that, and yet they they could still make the playoffs, right? Like, but their owners sat there by the phone, refusing to pick it up and call the ambulance, uh, the fire service. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just ridiculous. Um, it, I don't, I think they'll miss out. Just, but yeah, yeah, I, because, I'd enjoy because they lost to the Giants in. recently. That's made it hard, but it's still they're still not out of it completely. I don't unless I've made a horrendous error with my uh, um, re- research <laughs> they're, for this. But they're they're not, yeah, they're, but, the Seahawks are helping them at the moment by stumbling massively right at the last when they could be the Lions. getting themselves a place and the Lions. That that's a brutal defeat for the Lions, by the way. Yeah. Like just, just when we've we've been singing their praises, or not so much for me, I think Mark was. Um, but yeah, just just when you think it's it's classic Detroit Lions, though, just when you think that you believe in them. Um, you know, they're just not got maybe just not enough on defense ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very young defense, they've got a lot to do, and uh, and a McCaffrey yeah, this... Carolina ran all over them. 
just from every angle, it was horrible. Um, and I've been kind of waiting for it to come. I was expecting it to come against the Jets, but I hadn't realised quite how bad the Jets' offence was. And uh, we saw against Carolina an Achilles heel exploited. I think it's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, and it's a long way back from where they are. It looks like it's all conspiring to let Green Bay in, and that would be horrific. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> that is happening. Um, at, at the ESPN playoff predictor thing, that's who I've got getting in, and I hate it too. But this is where we are. But I mean, maybe them getting in and then losing 30 to 3 to the 49ers and retiring Rogers on the spot would be the way to go. Hmm. I would not object to that. <laughs> um, Pat, you've, you've brought up a, a challenge that happened in the Broncos Rams game. Now, this to me is about the sixth instalment of Pat versus the forward progress rule. Uh, but I, I, I want to hear it anyway. I just, we've seen a few recently and it doesn't feel consistent. So there's been somewhere, someone's challenged something that's not challengeable. And as a result of that, have lost their challenge and their timeout. In this game, they challenged the spot of the ball and they were told, it's not about where he went down. We ruled forward progress at this point, so it's not challengeable. So we won't charge you your challenge. We'll just pretend you didn't challenge because you can't challenge what we've got to. And it's like, I don't understand why that isn't consistently applied by the referees. It's it's confused me, that incident. There, there was a, a challenge two or three years ago. I can't remember who it was but somebody threw the challenge flag inside of two minutes when all, all reviews are done by the yeah. done by the booth. And they got docked to, I think, a challenge out. and a timeout because of it. Yeah. And that seemed very similar to what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. it's, not, it's not the same scenario exactly, but the same kind of thing. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Obviously, yeah, forward progress isn't challengeable. I get that. Um, and, and it's a whistle-dead moment. So I prefer, I prefer that approach though. I, I I'd rather they yeah, yeah. tell you to pick up your flag. You can't challenge that. Then be pedantic and charge me a challenge for challenging something that I can't challenge. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I agree. It's just felt very inconsistent with what we've seen before. I don't know if that kind of thing is covered in the in the, in the rule book. Like, I'm, how, I'm sure. how nice is the referee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it might be one of those things. It's down to what the crew that yeah, you might get. Be, yeah. The, cr- the crew have forgotten exactly what you're supposed to do in that situation, which <laughs> I think actually should have been that they said the original spot is confirmed and you lose the challenge. But yeah. they didn't do that because they tied themselves up with the, oh, we ruled for, for progress already thing. We could probably Google it. I'm well, sure it's actually in the rules. Research. I've, I've looked at, doesn't sound like us. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't googled this, but I, I have. I have done this in the past and tried to dig into something of this sort of detail, and not found the answer in the on the NFL website under the rules pages. Like that has that has happened. So that makes me wonder if because it's a pretty complicated game at times. I do think that some of these things are just down to. Whoever yeah, but it'll the... just be around. It'll be about the challenges, won't it? In the challenges, there'll be something very specific around if a coach throws a challenge, what the ref can or can't do. Oh, there might be. I'm just saying it. I'm, it wouldn't shock me if it isn't covered, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, um, because 
yeah, there, there are scenarios come up that haven't happened before. <laughs> that, that seems to <laughs> seems to occur. It might be it might be in there. I don't know. Maybe what you say, Rich, is correct, but it kind of seems harsh. Like if they're if they're thrown a challenge flag because they they've seen something or they interpret the ball spot differently, and to be told, well, I, then then to realise it was down to full progress being stopped rather than a tackle, then it. I kind of feel that that's the way it should go. Whether that's the rule, I don't know. Mm. As a side note on challenges, I really enjoy when there's an obvious officiating mistake and the head coach is really clearly pissed off. There's one with Bill Belichick this week where he had to hoik up his trouser and get his challenge flag out of his sock. And the look on his face as he tossed this challenge flag to the ground, I was like, fucking idiots. That's fucking obviously an incomplete pass. Mike, Mike Grable's made that a thing almost yeah. to the point where he's taking the piss out of himself just to... He does something different every time. It's become it's a bit pantomime, isn't it? I like. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the physical uh, sarcasm without saying anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, on this, on a similar note, I get baffled almost weekly by there's a scenario every week or every 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 other week where it's late in the game. It might be five, four, five minutes to go in the game, um, and there's. You could tell there's a coach deciding whether or not to throw the challenge flag. So they take a timeout to give them more time to make the decision of whether or not to challenge. Just throw the challenge flag. If you get it wrong, wrong, you're going to lose the the timeout. Like it's not like I get it if it was in right at the start of a game where you might have to, you might lose your second challenge. I get that. But when it's you're approaching a key moment of the game and you you burn a timeout debating whether to challenge something come on be be better anyone who's played madden knows to be better than that um, what was what was your your other thing in the notes eckless stat padding with half yards oh that's so, so he ran for eight yards i think and was stopped on the half yard line so he was credited with a nine yard rush even though he'd only got eight and a half. And then he ran a one yard <laughs> touchdown, which was half a yard, but was created three yard yards. So I was like, well, he's just got 10 yards, but only traveled nine. So is this like your like top tier level stat padding to stop at the half yard line every time and have all your rushes rounded up for your whole career? I've not paid enough attention to this, I don't think. Uh, is, is that a thing? Maybe it is a thing. Well, so, yeah, the, so, yeah. the, so a team's drive could be 103 yards in theory. That's what it felt no, like. Yeah. No, the the drive would be a hundred yards, but someone could rush a hundred and three. Yeah. If it was uh, no. all rushes by one player. I need. Oh, we need. <laughs> we need to do some re- more research into. Have this. we just broken Adam's brain? <laughs> I think <laughs> so. The, the fastidious statistician, statistician in him is is utterly angry at that right now. I like. I've I've been obviously aware that not uh, yeah that this could be a thing. I've never really thought. This seems hard to believe. I've not really thought about this before. Um, I do suspect that some of the time, if someone rushes eight and a third yards, they round it down to eight yards, though. So it's probably a lot of it's down to... Yeah, it probably balances out, but it amused me in that little series of plays. <laughs> one one thing that, a quirky thing along these sort of lines is sack being credited when um, a quarterback breaks even. Yes. Um, or a sack being credited to someone when they're scrambling and go out of bounds on the line of scrimmage and someone gets a sack for being near them <laughs> or or chasing them out of bounds i always enjoy that one just being the closest player when they're running out of bounds mm. uh, my 
the one that came up this week was uh, there was a small pocket of particularly rabid 49er fandom on Twitter that got furious about the fact that Bosa's uh, sack on a two-point attempt uh, doesn't actually count officially as a sack. <laughs> we think because it's an untimed play, but they were absolutely furious about the fact that this didn't count as a stat in the stats column towards his sack count for the season. Quite right too. And I'm guessing that that is the case on all two-point conversions. Correct. Yeah, right. yeah, you don't get... Because it's untimed, I assume. Yeah, you don't. they don't count. Your touchdowns don't count as touchdowns because they're not, basically. But it's still a scoring play. That's the argument, but I don't. I don't agree with it. But that was that. It was quite amusing watching this like furious thing go on in the background during the game. The things that annoy people just weird. Mm. <laughs> A f- final meaty talking point, I guess. Nathaniel Hackett now in the most no-brainer of a decision to to sack a head coach. <laughs> The the only doubt was when I guess they haven't bothered to wait till Black Monday and quite right get get yourself top of the queue whatever you need to do um, I I don't I don't think the franchises wait to uh, sack a head coach before they start having conversations behind the scenes no 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 okay but <laughs> I mean in, in this in this case yeah why yeah no one's in any doubt it's coming the one thing that I think would have been interesting to see if if they'd sacked him with about four or five games of the season less left to see how much that offense could potentially click with someone else putting something in place because we're only really going to get two two games of that to see now but I would not be surprised if it all looks suddenly a lot more functional does like Russell Wilson's being written off like the the whole trade has been written off as a horrendous decision by the Broncos that's that's the consensus everywhere right I, I can't I'd be I'd be tempted as a coach by that gig like, absolutely would you would you not think that you could recreate the magic with Russell Wilson I think there's I mean no, I, I would there's no way that there aren't offensive guru types out there right now looking at that and going hell yeah I want to go running that offense you've only got to look at what he did at Seattle and and start looking at some of the things that made him strong as a quarterback it just I can't I I can't get my head around the idea that a player falls that far off a cliff that quickly that's what happens that's what I, I would not touch that with a barge pole personally <laughs> right seriously I, and I, I, I honest to god I I do it hasn't got anything that you want from like a, a stable performing football team, in my opinion. I don't, I, I but do that's, think... that's what a head coach, that's what a coach's job is to create, yeah. is to I sort like, all that I stuff like, out. I, I, I think there's much more attractive uh, franchises across the league who will be looking for a head coach. I don't like that at all. Don't like that defense. I uh, don't like. I, I, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, we could be sat here next year and Russ has turned it around. That is a possibility. But the two people, Russell Wilson, who we know, and Russell Wilson we're watching this year, they're not the same person. So it's, I don't trust this guy. I don't know who this guy is, but there's no way this guy can play <laughs> football. <laughs> I'm telling you that. That guy is rubbish, mate. That guy is, and I love Jerry Judy as well. I think he is a, Really, I really do think he's a fantastic talent. Outside of him, O line, 
no, 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 no run game at all. Um, no, definitely not. What about what about Russ? Like in a similar vein to the question about the Jets not binning Zach Wilson because where they they've picked him, presumably the Broncos can't trade Same. or do yeah. anything to Russell Wilson because of what they've given up. Like it, it they couldn't justify it. Um, so, like, is could you imagine a world? Yeah, it's just hypothetical, as I was to just say, because it doesn't make sense for them. But you could imagine a world where Russell Wilson lights it up somewhere else. Like, I just, I just can't. I don't agree that someone can't look at just just because of the just because of that quarterback, and then look at Denver and think I could make it work. Well, it's not just it's not just him. I mean, you mentioned Judy, but Cortland Sutton. Tim Patrick, they've they've got quality and talent there. I just, it, bro, it's Tim it's Patrick, that that made. I'm better than Tim Patrick. Get out of it. <laughs> Call us Sutton. All right, fine. Any receiver. No, I disagree. I think he's better than that. But I, well, I you just you say he's better than Craig. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> no, Craig. I don't think not Craig, Craig in his prime. Craig now. <laughs> <laughs> so Craig, Craig is <laughs> Craig is past the peak peak of his career is on the down slope um, as but... a receiver he could still kick my jaw off <laughs> <laughs> that's that, true well, any of us I true. Ne- ne- never would no no but I do I, I disagree I think there's a lot of talent in that building I think that there's something insanely rotten and it's whether it's Hackett or it's Wilson that's the problem because if if Wilson and his personality and all the stuff we're hearing about him now that he's left the Seahawks and all his ex-teammates are coming out and saying all these things about him, but they still played good football, winning football with him because he could show that he was talented. And I, I just, there's a part of me that thinks it's got to be Hackett, but who knows? I mean, you might be right. It might, it might just be, this is his last two or three years in the league and he's just, he's gone by the end of next season or the season after. But if I'm a head coach, I'm looking at that and thinking, I think Hackett's done a shit job. I can go in there and I can turn this around. It's funny how see, someone being a twat is much more of an issue when they're not, they don't have the play to back it up. <laughs> yep. Mm. Oh, Sorry, Pat. No, I was going to say, we've seen a few instances now of receivers showing like obvious on-field frustration when he misses the wide open. And we saw in this game a kind of pushing, shoving, tussle between the backup quarterback and some of the offensive lines, saying, you know, sort him out, block for him better. That it feels like the people on that team, you know, he's getting blasted for sacks on the offensive line and like, eh, we'll line up for our next play. Should we help him up? No, he's fucking, he's a brick. It's not <laughs> looking good. And then you've got people like Randy Gregory getting suspended for unnecessary off the ball shit. Which isn't surprising given his past history, but it's uh, a sign of indiscipline in the whole team, which um, is not a good sign for your head coach. Yeah, well, let's come come in and sort that shit out. That's literally that's literally the job of a, of mm. a head and coach. It's, it's interesting that the DC Evero interested in it long term, but has said no, I'm not taking it on short term. If you were the new owners, <laughs> you'd be like. Oh, so you want it long term, but you're not taking it on for the rest of this season. Yeah. I think you can you honest, can go mate, too, mate. Yeah, you've had your chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the owners come out and said that the new head coach will be reporting to him rather than the the GM. 
That's not a good sign for the GM then either. No. Although the GM, <laughs> you look at their drafts, their drafts have been decent. So some of the trades have been a bit more questionable, but well, one of them. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other NFL NFL business? I'm sure I've forgotten something, but it can't be that important. Oh, I just had a, a big man touchdown that I was impressed by. Oh, uh, the, the Eagles. Josh Sweat. Yeah, Josh, yeah, Josh Sweat basically having the ball thrown at him from about three meters away and just be like, got it, and running for a running for a pick six was these six foot I mean, five that, guys have unfairly long arms. It's cheating. <laughs> that uh, but the, the reaction, I mean, that would have been impressive for a wide receiver to to grab a ball out the air when it's thrown at them with that velocity at that that uh, distance away. Um, for a big man to do it was, I mean, it some was of a great those guys, play. I enjoyed some of it. those guys are faster than you think. He Not ran pretty well down that sideline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotta love it. But the Just, Eagles, the Eagles weren't as bad with Gardner Minshew as a lot of people thought. It's almost like he's a serviceable QB. Yeah, it's almost like he's won games as a starter. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll be. Yeah, I don't think that's. The, the defeat won't worry them. Uh, I don't think either team in that game have got too much to, to worry about. Um, we didn't mention JJ Watt's retirement, which is, uh, well, I mean, it's the end of the season, but still it's the end of an era. It's uh, another of... Uh, it's it's not a surprise, is it? Blue chip yeah. things going uh, out the door, and I think we'll see a few more of those before uh, next season starts. It's uh, end of an era. But, yeah, he's been, he's been... An entertaining player to watch over his time, and a devastating and frustrating one. If you're, I'd have, lo- I'd have loved him to have played most of his career in another division, as, as yes, I'm sure right. you'd agree. But he, uh, yeah, incredible. He, I bet it's not a, like his stories have come out in recent weeks about his heart, and that he's had some issues related to that. Like, obviously, not serious enough for him to stop playing immediately, but serious enough, presumably, to make him consider his future and whether it's all worth it. Um, he'll, yeah, this is as good a player to have played that position or, you know, in the time he's done it for sure. Um, well, he was, he was one of those who was consistently in the running for, you're not going to get it, but maybe we should consider you for it league MVP <laughs> yeah. when, when they yeah. were never going to really give it to him. But he, he came close a couple of times in terms of people thinking maybe we should actually not give it to a QB this year. That's how good he is. Was. But, yeah, but now it's a, it's, it's a Jimmy Ormond rub. Um, he's not even the best player in his family. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, go, go well, JJ. Um, I, yeah, you your play will be missed, but not by fans of AFC South teams um, <laughs> twice a year. That's that's for sure. He terrorised us <laughs> regularly, uh, but yeah, I've just phenomenal. Like he he seemed to be just just everything you want attitude wise in a player as well. Like yeah, he line. could could not could not give any more. Um, even right. in that last game, he made a couple of amazing tackles for loss on the running back. And you're just like, someone who's gone through the injuries he's gone through to be back and still doing that is uh, it's impressive. So, yeah, going out on a not as much of a high as he'd want, but certainly not on the like the Vinatieri type decline. I think his, his alternative was to play at not the same level 
and he wasn't and rightly we're not prepared to to do that any longer um all right week 17 and some one sentence previews uh we start i mean well we might as well get it out of the way dallas at tennessee the diverse offense of the cowboys and that discipline start again <laughs> That diverse offense <laughs> and that dis- and that disciplined defense. That, that, that <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can't fucking talk, bro. <laughs> you literally can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's annoying. <laughs> that diverse offense and disciplined defense of the Cowboys will be too much for that Titan side. <laughs> I mean, I'm not arguing with the accuracy of the words. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to Arizona at Atlanta. Very much a who gives a shit bowl at this point, sadly. Oh, it's that time of year. Chicago at Detroit. Suddenly Chicago are looking pretty good and the Lions are looking not so great, but who knows what will happen with this lot. Indeed. Jacksonville at Houston. Utterly meaningless game from a playoff perspective, but very meaningful for Houston. If they're not careful, they'll lose that number one pick. Denver at Kansas City. I mean, I'm assuming Pat sits. This game really only has fantasy interest. Miami at New England. It's the perfect opportunity for New England to puncture the hopes of their division of their divisional rivals. Indianapolis at New York Giants. Looks like the G-Men are making the playoffs. Well, the Colts aren't going to stop them, are they? New Orleans at Philadelphia. Let's have another week of Minshew Mania. Yay! Carolina at Tampa Bay. This one will be close. Playoffs online, the two teams somehow competitive. I'm not sure they are very good though. Hmm. Cleveland at Washington. The Commanders are going back to Carson Wentz because, of course, they are. They deserve everything they'll now inevitably get. San Francisco at Las Vegas. Another lamb goes to the Shanahan Slaughterhouse. New York Jets at Seattle. Will Mike White be back at quarterback? It might not matter because the Jets' defence should shut down a stuttering Seahawks offence. Uh, Minnesota at Green Bay. If you could pick a QB in 2023, would you go Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers? No. <laughs> <laughs> LA Rams at LA Chargers. Might seem like there's not much to play for, but the Chargers would certainly rather play the winner of the AFC South than the loser of the Bills and Bengals game, and that's their more than significant incentive in this one. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. I fear that this game will be absolutely disgusting. And finally, Buffalo at Cincinnati. Finally, finally a good week in a good week of primetime football. Yeah, that is a that is not a normal Monday night football game. That's a proper primetime game. No, because they can't be flexed, you always get the dross at this time of year, but not this week. And there's a huge amount on the line. This is like number one seed up for grabs for Buffalo. If they don't win this game, they're probably like third seed. Um, if they win, they've probably got the, the number one seed in the AFC. It's huge. Bring it Can on. Can we talk about that? Um... What was the word you do, Craig? You use reliable Cowboys defense. They've allowed seventy-four points. I didn't, points say, in the last I didn't two weeks. say. I didn't say reliable. <laughs> it's I hard to tell what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I said. I said discipline, which might also be able to be disproved. 
through stats. I don't know how many penalties they've given up. But Craig they doesn't play believe good in stats. Football. I don't. They play good football. Yeah, they're smash mouth, certainly. They create a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks, but discipline. They might give up some foot. Yeah. Oh, they're going to absolutely annihilate us. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I think um, you're going to get a slack in. There are there are some very good games this week, but I do think we've also got some potential awful games as well. It's going to be a re- it's going to be a real uh, mix of of the the good, the bad, and the ugly. I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we we don't even need to do that that feature, do we? It's just a case of <laughs> half the games in the league. Yeah, because because they become they become from. irrelevant. Yeah, um, exactly. and like you said, Craig about KC. So even even the good teams don't necessarily have all have something to play for. It's a weird weird time of the year. Um, should we do a Steve Rains anytime touchdown corner bet quickly? Um, and because because nobody's thought about it previously, um, we should. Well, why don't we pick a player playing against our our teams? How about that? Um, I've set great oh, yeah. weeks to be playing the Texans then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking okay. i've got i've got the raiders with uh a rookie qb that's uh... perfect <laughs> josh jacobs let's well, go josh jacobs yeah exactly that after okay. his comments in the media this week that would be interesting to see what goes on there <laughs> um have you thought of a texan yet pat or do you need to google them uh, I was thinking Brevin Jordan, the tight end, but I was just looking at which tight end has uh, had the most receptions recently. So bear with me. Well, I'll come back to you, seeing as you're doing actual actual research. Um, <laughs> we've got the Cowboys. I think Tony Pollard might have been questionable in the week. So I, sh- I might go with Zeke. Um, Duke. Yeah. Craig, the Jets have got the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm trying to think who's uh, maybe G- Gino for a rushing like... touchdown. It's got written all over it. No, mate, we have Q's back as well. We're not going to be giving up no rushing touchdowns. Who's there? That's a dangerous thing to say. Most likely <laughs> tight end or maybe their number two receiver. Someone like Lockett. Lockett uh, seems like a good Lockett's shout. always Diz- a good Diz- shout. Disley, someone like that. Lockett was out with a broken finger last week. Oh, There's true. here's Pat with the facts <laughs> helping, <laughs> yeah. helping us with this. Uh, oh god. Um Marquis Goodwin stepped up well though. Lockett is questioned. No, he didn't. He had a terrible oh. game because I picked him up for fantasy and he scored me zero point or like one point or something. <laughs> oh, I wasn't thinking like specifically last week, like generally in the last month or something. Oh, right. I'm yeah, that's go. why I picked him up. <laughs> I'm going to go lock it. He's questionable at the minute. If he looks like he's out, I'll change it. Okay. Um, should we pick? We'll, we'll pick someone for Mark. It's Beng. It's a Bengal. Who are playing oh, easy. Jamar Chase. Or do you want to go Mixon? I'd like to go Mixon just because I've got. It's a big week for me fantasy wise. <laughs> oh, so we're going to ruin your fantasy team and our bet in a single game. <laughs> we, we might as well. Joe Mixon yeah. is screw it. Um, the Bron- Broncos, like this, even matters. They're playing with second string Chiefs. Uh, well, what do you do there, Kelsey? Presumably, Kelsey has some 
time playing. What about Pacheco? Feels like they just feed him the ball for the entire game. If you can spell it, I'll uh, I'll put it in. <laughs> yeah, why not? Go with him. Um, and Pat. Well, Aikens had the most receptions as a Titan last week, but I feel like you should go with your first instinct. I'm going to stick with Brevin Jordan. Okay. So Brevin Jordan, Pachenko, Mixon, Tyler Lockett, Zeke Elliott, Josh Jacobs. That's our losing bet this week. There we go. Any other business? Uh, Pat, what's uh, what's going on? Well, as I'm looking up, I'd spell Pacheco as we go. Um, so I'm going to see... <laughs> I'm going to see Sheffield Wednesday Port Vale with my dad tomorrow night. First time I've been to Hillsbury in ages. I'm looking forward to that. And um, I plugged it last week, but I'm going to plug it again because it's out to listen to now. We interviewed Stevenage FC former captain Mark Roberts, and we talked about basically his whole career from Man United Youth Academy and being released age 10, crew Youth Academy out on loan in the lower leagues. Finally, finding a home for a decent period of time at Stevenage and then post-Stevenage. So it's a little bit Stevenage-centric, but if you're interested in lower league football at all, it was a really interesting... Um, he gave us almost two hours and we learned about like how Graham Wesley got that team to be more than the sum of its parts, how he got them all playing for each other in the team and put the egos out of the equation. So if you've got any remote interest in sports teams behind the scenes type stuff it's a really interesting hour and a half or so and so this is borough pod for anyone that doesn't know so search search for borough pod i'll put the link with the twitter when this comes out there you go uh rich i don't really have anything other than it's nice to have the premier league back after the weird mid-season break that we've just had um is it, it though is, yeah, uh, well, maybe not for you guys, but I, I've enjoyed it. I, I, it's been nice having something to stick on and escape from a little bit of family rowing between other family members that weren't me. Um, so I enjoyed, mm. I enjoyed getting into uh, getting into some Premier League. It's, it's, you know, I don't think I don't think Liverpool have got much to play for this season, but I'm enjoying it nonetheless. Well, there you go, Craig. Any other business? Rich just did that thing on Facebook where you say, um, oh, I can't believe that happened. And then someone puts under, what happened, sis? And then the next person goes, I'll inbox you. Oh, no one gives a shit about meaningless uh, family drama at my at my parents' place. <laughs> All right, let's get, in, let's get into people, this. People, I, I, people have listened for an hour and a half as the first time they <laughs> wanted to hear the next sentence. Um, but I, I sort of routinely moved on, but I, let's, let's go back to this. Let's delve, delve deep. Um, exactly what happened, Rich. <laughs> I am not getting into it because I don't care and no one else does either. It's really not exciting. No one wants to spend five minutes having this podcast extended listening to that nonsense. I mean, I think three of us here do, but you know, it's, it's up to you. I can't be bothered. Yeah, no, Rich. I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't, wasn't going to make you talk about your personal family uh, trauma. I don't know what Adam's doing, mate. I was making a joke. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> over, over Christmas. Um, Who's better, took... Carl or Stafford? <laughs> <laughs> 
over um over over the break we took the boy out for his um for it's his birthday on the fifth of January um and he likes like anime and shit and there's this restaurant called Uzunaki and it's like an anime themed restaurant. It's like it's got pictures of anime shit on the walls and it's pretty cool, like Japanese and, and the food's meant to be really good, yeah. Um anyway. So we went there, cool, cool. Um, it's a pain in the ass. I'm, um, my wife's a celiac as well. We know my dietary requirements. And you always have to, as you all well have experienced in um, when Adam offered to take us for breakfast, but <laughs> n- knowing that I could not eat. Um, like you had, know to that. Talk, you, had, you had to talk through so specifically what it is you're asking, because I don't want to make a mistake and I'm trying not to be an arsehole. So this time, I did, was clear that what we needed, my wife was like, I'm celiac. And he was like, okay, well, I need to show you what you can have on the menu. And he was like, you can't have that, but you can have that, you can have that. She was like, yeah, that's fine. Just basically let me have everything I can have because I can't bother to go back and forth around whatever. Um, and bear in mind, you could get, like, let's just say there's the, it's like ramen bowls. Say like there's one for 20 pounds. And individually, all the items will cost you like £27 if you've got them individually, but the bowl is £20, whatever. He's charged us all individually for them. Turns out they haven't ended up being gluten-free. The wife's gone home sick. And I am 90% sure that the broth that I had had some sort of animal products in it. So obviously, I'm fuming. She's gone, as soon as we got home, she was sick or whatever. Um... That's pain because I was chill. I wasn't extra. Usually I'm very specific and clear. She said what she said. I thought, mm, you probably want to double check and make sure he's going to do what we asked. But we've said it once. Hopefully they're going to treat it properly. Long, mate. So annoying. They have to get do that just to go out and have dinner. In fairness, I emailed. They refunded it. But still, it's long. It's 2022. Like, how... How a place just don't not... say you do it. That's my biggest thing. Just say no. Sorry, mate. We don't. We don't. We don't serve your kind here. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and just cool. to be clear, we mean vegans. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly, Jets fans. <laughs> Anime apartheid. Yeah. Don't tell me you do it and then not fucking do it. Annoying. Yeah, hate that shit. Um, it's in a completely different direction. Amrik Norkia, um, if you don't know who that is, he is a South African fast bowler uh, who are there playing a test match in Melbourne at the moment. Which actually, it might is that no, it hasn't finished. I think they well, that doesn't matter. Um, a couple of days ago, um, he is strolling around the outfield between overs and he is knocked to the floor, a massive blow to the back of his head. Um, from Spider Cam. So oh, wow. <laughs> now I, I'm firstly I'm surprised that I haven't been aware of this happening before uh, a sporting event, uh, but but also this it's it's all being it's just being laughed off everywhere, <laughs> and like you see you just search Twitter or Google it or whatever, um, and you see the the camera come across proper clattering. And it must it must have scared. Why the, is it that I can't believe it's scared that the life out usually, of him? Usually, it's so high. Why well, I mean, he's tall. 
he's a fast bowler. <laughs> not <laughs> that's not that tall. Yeah, he yeah, proper proper knocked him off his feet and yeah, they they've whoever whether it's a human error of the spider cam operator I presume it is. Uh, but it's a bit weird. Like I I I wonder these things like incredibly technical, incredibly high tech must be so difficult to operate. You know, they've even tried broadcasting NFL games with that as the main <laughs> camera. Um, you just looked at it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a that's not a glancing blow. No, it's it it smashed by it. It doesn't look real. I know, it's I know. Not... Why is it so close to him? How can he he's just walking? There's no I mean, way that's and... that close. Obviously, obviously, if he's facing the other way, he's going to see it. <laughs> like, I can't get Bro, that. But... That is right by him. It shouldn't have been anywhere near him. Why is it so... It's facing out. <laughs> it's like something no, out of a cartoon. Literally. <laughs> yeah. No good for you. Uh, if you're listening now, quickly get your phone out and look at it so you know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, this is... A... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's astonishing. Uh, like... Yeah. I, I don't know if and they'll probably whether there's going to be a knee-jerk reaction and suddenly spider cams stop being a thing while they, they investigate what's happened, whether it's a user error. I don't I don't know, but yeah, we may we may hear more about this. There you go. I do I do wonder sometimes they, they seem to get very close to the action at times, particularly uh, and I know, you know, with lens length, it can look closer than it is. But like at the World Cup, it looked like they were getting really up close and personal with, with penalty takers as they were coming in to take penalties and sitting really close in behind where they're taking the penalties. And they do it a bit for... Um, for, yeah, uh, normally, uh, you sort of assume, like that. you assume that super zoom, like really, and the You'd camera isn't so. really that close. But I don't know. I don't know if they're just if this is just the moving spider cam from one part of the field to the other, or if it was meant to be part of the coverage of the shot. I'm not sure, but yeah, whatever it is, it's 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 bad. Um, <laughs> he just he had a fly on his shoulder, and they were just trying to just trying to bat it off. It's being nice to him, <laughs> yeah, possibly. Right, um, yeah, pleasure as ever, gents. We'll uh, we'll get out of here. That's more, more than enough for us. Um, do it again next year, I suppose. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Um, enjoy. It ends on the second. All right, no more. January the second. Hundred percent. Remember this from last year's AOBs. <laughs> yeah. Currently, it's the twenty eighth of December. That means it's too late for Merry Christmas. It's too early for Happy New Year. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Hello uh, is what you say. <laughs> well, when you end, when we end. No, right. no. <laughs> why, why not hello hello everybody bonjour had, boy would say we've had forced happiness for two days and now we're in peak grumpy bastard season yeah it's, <laughs> it's just where we're where we're all happiest isn't it so right bonjour <laughs>